Welcome to the Heart of Real Estate Podcast with Mike McFarlane and Stephen Salinas with the Mortgage Mike Group. On the podcast, Mike and Stephen discuss with top producing real estate agents what makes them successful, unique, and purpose-filled. Each episode holds a key to unlocking a door to financial freedom. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Heart of Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Mike McFarland. My wingman, Stephen Salinas, is out. Uh, he's recently had a baby with his wife, so thankfully, healthy. Everybody's doing great. And um, yeah, I get to fly solo here today with uh, Jamie, Jamie Terry. So a very special guest here. Jamie, welcome to the Heart of Real Estate Podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, hey, Jamie, you've got just an amazing story that I want to share um, with our audience, one that I think is going to really reveal your heart for what you do and why you do it. Um, but before we get there, tell us a little bit about your journey into real estate. I started in the real estate industry 15 years ago. Uh, I was going to school to get my teaching degree. Uh, while going to school to get my bachelor's degree, I started doing a little bit of substitute teaching because I love children. Children are my heart, to be honest. Um, I got through my bachelor's degree and started my master's degree just because I'm an overachiever like that. Right. <laughs> and uh, quickly found out that I did not want to be teaching at all. Right. I actually did not like it. So I grew up, um, my father was a home builder and I remember our Sunday drives, just looking at houses. And that's all we would do. Drive up and down every street in the neighborhood, looking at houses, pointing out, oh, I like that window or that door. And from the time I was a child, I loved houses. That was my thing. And I yeah. got to be on construction sites, watching them be built. And I just loved it. And so one day it just, a light bulb went off and I said, hmm, maybe I should be a real estate agent. So <laughs> that night I actually signed up for my online courses and got started and got my license pretty quickly. And I've loved it ever since. Yeah. So you've been in real estate for 15 years 15 now. Years. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. 15 years. And now you also are the broker owner of priority. Pri I'm going to say this. You get my tongue untied. Priority One Real Estate, correct? I'm the broker and owner of Priority One Real Estate in League City, and I'm also the broker of Save 1900 Realty in Galveston. Which is really cool. I yes. checked out some of what they're doing yes. in Galveston. And um, man, yeah, it's, yeah, just really trying to save the integrity of the architecture yes. in, in, that, in that beautiful community down in, in on the island. So definitely awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's super special. Yeah, it is. So what, um, what was it like, what was the thing that, that drove you into real estate? So you decided, Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't want, you have a teacher's heart. I can tell. Right. Mm -hmm. And a, a common theme for successful agents is teacher. Like that is, that is, I'm not surprised anymore when we meet with agents and they tell us, um, that their teachers is like, well, of course you're, you're a teacher. <laughs> that makes total sense. Um, but besides just, you know, knowing that now yeah, maybe this isn't the past path I want to take. Um, you had mentioned just family and and that connection into real estate. Can you just expand upon that for us and tell us more? Well, it was a big deal to me to not ever miss any of my children's sporting events, school activities. I, I wanted to be a hands-on mom, but at the same time, um, I was a single mom. So okay. I needed to make that income to support my children. So I made the decision to try real estate because I knew to a point I could make my own schedule, which was important to me. Right. 
Right. That that was the biggest driving force. Okay. So your own schedule. I've got to think too that it gave you the ability. So you have freedom, time freedom, and also financial freedom. No, yes. Probably wasn't that way when you first started. Definitely not. Right. <laughs> it's a long time to get started. <laughs> right. Tell tell us, I mean, what did that look like? So for those other real estate agents out there that are maybe dual career potentially, um, or they're at a crossroads where they're like, man, I am, I'm out. Like I'm out of the only gas industry. I'm out of being a teacher. I just can't do it anymore. I'm going to become a real estate agent. So what, like, what were the things that you did in the beginning that got you to get you on the path to where you are today? Well, I also did credit repair. I'd started a credit repair company. Okay. And that's kind of what kept me going until I got going in real estate. And it's kind of funny because to this day, I still have people contacting me saying, hey, do you still repair credit? I'm like, well, I do if I have a buyer that needs that help. Right. But otherwise I'm too busy, but I'm, I am still helping people with credit repair that need that in order to buy a home. Okay. So I definitely recommend when you're getting started in real estate to keep some type of income coming in until you can get your real estate business going because it's right. not a quick start making yeah. a lot of money. Right. It's just not like that. Right. How long did it take for you to really, I think for you to say, okay, I don't have to worry about the, the income coming in from credit repair. I, I, I don't want to say you made it because that's, I don't think we ever make it right. right. We're just constantly working towards something, but we're, what, how, how long did it take for you to get to that space where you're like, okay. I would say probably five years, five years. Wow. Okay. That's a magic. That's I think, yeah. and I would agree. That's like the magic number of years, right? No, yeah. anybody, anybody that's super successful, there's no such thing as overnight success. Definitely not. Right. People tend to think real estate is so easy. You just stick a sign in the yard with your smiling face and you make all this money. Right. And it's so no, far from the truth. Doesn't happen like that, right? <laughs> nope. It's like what what is all the activity that has to take place to put the sign in the yard? Isn't that the truth? Right. Um, so what um uh, so when you look like what are the things that you do uh in regards to just your clients? How how do you develop how did you develop into the customer base you have today? What it is what is it that you do that take well, care of? Well, I would say the number one factor in that is I'm a big Brian Buffini agent. Yeah. And if, anyone that doesn't know what Brian Buffini system is, it's the working by referral system. And it is hands down the best way to have business because yeah. what's better than a referral? Um, I do, do not do cold leads at all. Yeah. 92% of my business in 2022 was by referral, which speaks volumes. Fantastic. So I'm a big fan of the Brian Buffini system, but it's not just the Brian Buffini system. It's doing it consistently. That's yeah. the biggest key to that. Okay. there, Right there. There's the nugget, right? The consistency. Because yep. you can listen or you can watch or you can do whatever and you can half-heartedly approach mm -hmm. and then stop, right? But it's that day in and day out. That's right. Like I know when we came into your office back in December, you had a lot of stuff yeah. in your office. <laughs> what was going on? This is right before Christmas, by the way. So, so the Brian Buffini system is surrounds itself with calls, notes, and pot buys. Um, calling your sphere, writing handwritten notes. Yes, old school handwritten notes. Right on. <laughs> and delivering pot buys or gifts dropped off to them at their home. Right. So I do 125 pot buys a month minimum. Um, I write minimum 50 handwritten notes a month. 
Wow. I'm not so good at the calls, but in 2023, I'm going to be better at that. You're going to change that? Okay, good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so call you and I should talk. I'll, I'll give you some pointers on that because we've been calling that. we've been calling our database um and uh so i'll, I'll share with you some ideas okay, on reasons because i think it's always like how oh, i gotta have a reason so right. we, we can manifest some reasons and they're really kind of cool so we'll talk we'll offline okay, about awesome. that one okay so you said so it's call or well yeah call say it again calls notes and pop buys. calls notes and pop, pop buys um 125 a month. I do 125 a month to my sphere. Okay. And then I also geofarm my neighborhood, which is uh, pot buys as well. And okay. I have 823 homes in my geofarm. And my daughter, who is my part-time assistant, delivers 823 pot buys every quarter. As a matter of fact, she just finished this morning. Wow. <laughs> so that's going door to door. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. That's a lot. It that's is. a lot of time. That's a lot of effort um, to put in. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, the results. Yes. Work. A, a geo farm is also something that takes time. A lot of agents start a geo farm. Okay. A geographic area that they want, like a neighborhood. So I've chosen my neighborhood that I live in, um, and you geo farm it by sending monthly postcards. I do a postcard every month, a um, newsletter every quarter. Um, I do a door drop off every quarter, a small gift, and I do events in the neighborhood. Okay. And I'm about to start a walking group in the neighborhood. Just little things like that. But yeah. it takes time and consistency. You can't do these things for a month and then stop for two months and then pick it back up and wonder why it's not working. Consistency, again, is the key. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in commitment. Yes. So consistent. You've got to be committed to the, actually, a friend of mine said it like this the other day. You have, you have to have resolve. Yes. You have to resolve that no matter what, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I will do this. I agree. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that, and then that helps, that helps you have commitment that helps you then be consistent, even right. when you don't feel like it. And there's a lot of days you don't feel like it. Isn't that the <laughs> truth? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I completely, I completely understand that. Um, one of the things that well, and it was the first thing you, you you said to Stephen and I when we first met, and that was you you just you said it. You said if I could do anything, I would be in ministry. I'd be a full time missionary. I love it. Oh yes. my gosh! So tell us more. Tell us more about that, and then uh, I want to I want to link that into your your work because I think that when we see, I see your heart, I see your purpose, yeah. and that's pretty cool. So I my did my first missionary trip when I was. 18 years old. I went to Kenya, slept in a grass hut for two weeks. Wow. <laughs> no AC, no running water. It was a real missionary. Yeah. Trip. <laughs> yeah, that is. And it was awesome. And it got me hooked. And that's like, that's all I could think about is, okay, when's the next one? When's the next one? When's the next one? And so I've been to many countries, um, door-to-door -door witnessing, telling people about Jesus, um, trying wow. to bring souls to Christ. Yeah. And that's truly where my heart is. Mm -hmm. One day I will be a full-time missionary. But in the meantime, I am currently a missionary because we can be missionaries in our own backyard. Right. Because it's not just people in Africa or Central America or wherever right. that need to hear about Jesus. It's people in our own backyards that need to hear about it. Amen to that. Right. How does, how does that show up? First off, let's say like, cause we can be missionaries in the workspace, mm -hmm. right? Like even 
uh, with our team, with our clients? How does it show up for you uh, in that arena? Well, I do a percentage of every one of my transactions that I close goes towards my mission work, which I am big on mission work. Um, even in my office, as you saw in my conference, right. right? it says we make a living selling real estate, but we make a life by what we give. Yes. So a percentage of all my transactions that I close goes towards funding uh, water wells, uh, clean water wells in third world countries that do not have access to clean water. And um, I'm also, we, my husband and I, we just built, purchased three acres of land in West Africa, and we're in the process of getting plans made to build an orphanage, church, and school, which has been my lifelong dream, finally coming true. Wow. You said something else. Um, uh, it's not the money you make, right? It's the impact. Yes. It's the impact you 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 make with that money. So and most, most agents are, you know, oh my gosh, how many homes can I sell? What is my sales volume going to be? To me, does that matter? It matters because I need that money in order to continue to give to impact lives. Right. But to me, it's not about the end number. It's at the end of the year, it's okay. How many lives did I impact this year by giving back? What are the things that I did that really made a difference? Because we can all sell a lot of homes. There's enough business for everyone yes. to be a top producer. And that's something I tell my agents all the time. There's enough work out there. Everybody in this office can be number one in the city if you want to be. But to me, being number one in the city isn't what it's all about. It's about how many lives I've touched through my giving back. Yeah. Which is comes from real estate sales. Right. So when we're looking for resolve, commitment, right? Consistency, you have purpose, mm -hmm. right? And that purpose is much higher, right? right? So it's like, well, if I don't do this today, that's right. Then that well in Africa is not funded or South America is not funded or the orphanage doesn't. I mean, there, man, that's, that's like, that's really taking on. Well, I, I feel like, um, yeah, the father heart of God is just like resting well within you. Um, yeah. And you're just trusting. It's like, okay, Lord, this is together. This is ours. This is yours. Right. Let's go, let's go take care of people. And we're going to take this money and, and make a difference right. in, in as many people's lives as we possibly can. That's beautiful. I try to make an impact on my clients as well. I try to be a little bit more careful in that, but they definitely all know I love Jesus. There's no doubt about that. Right on. Well, it, it leaves the door open. It's right. like, hey, we're, you know, um, when you're ready or if you need it, I'm here for right. you. Right. And it could be just uh, the uh, a prayer, right? Simple yeah. as that. It's like, oh, I can do that. That's really. That's right. Right. And easy and immediate. Um, and in fact, that's. That's what we're called to do anyway. Yeah. That is what, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. So you, you had a story of um, a homeless man, right? In Sierra Leone, which attaches, I think, back to the property that you've bought in West Africa. Is that correct? Yes. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that story? So I, every year, my husband and I, we started um, doing Christmas Eve drop-offs to the homeless. We call it stockings for the homeless. And um, I had, I advertise it on my Facebook to try to get donations so we can do 200 a year as our goal, which is quite okay. a bit. Wait, we, so stockings for the homeless, this would be like 
a care package or something? Yes. It okay. has a Bible, socks, chapstick, granola bars, small bottle water, you know, that kind right. of thing in it. Right. So we try to do 200. So I advertise it on my Facebook to try to get donations. And I had a lady reach out to me saying, I heard that you do this. I want to be a bigger part of it. I want to donate. I said, okay, great. So she delivered a ton of stuff to our office. And I developed a relationship with her. She is in North Houston and um, she's real big in her church. And I was just talking to her one day and I said, you know, it's, this is great to be able to help our homeless with my biggest dream is to be able to build an orphanage one day. That's just my heart. We just started talking. She said, really? She says, I know a man in West Africa that is trying to do that, but he just doesn't have the funds or the ability to do it. And I said, can you give me his number? Wow. And that's where it all began. Okay. So, and you made the connection. I did. Okay. I'm sure this guy, when you called him, is probably like, what? what? Who's this? What are you saying? How did that, how did that conversation go? Strange story that was absolutely 100% linked by God. There's no question about it because I wanted to build this orphanage, but how do you build an orphanage in another country? Like you don't even know people there, right? you know, so right. right? it was amazing how it all turned out. It really was. And this man, part of the time he stays in Africa, but part of the time he's in Houston, which is even more like, wow. Right. And so he's, he's in my office a few times a year visiting me. Great. So great. Great. It's worked out great. So how far along are you guys in the development of? Still in planning. Okay. So, so we got the land. Everything there we've learned is very slow. Right. <laughs> it is not like here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so that's where we're at right okay. now. Okay. And I think you said that um if I'm not if I recall correctly, the the land is just has just just amazing, beautiful like yes. view, right? And on top of a mountain, it's just amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better piece of property. Right. And what a special place to bring um you know, the lost, right? Yes. The orphans and to give them um, a space of hope, yes. beauty, right? Connection. That's right. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yes. So as we look at, so the, through through the eyes of giving, I got to think, and I, I don't think I asked you this question when we were together, but it's it stands to reason that probably you do this. Um, do you have a 501c3, like your own? I don't. Not for, okay. No. You don't. Okay. Nope. So everything you find is just straight, like right out of, right yes. out of well, whatever you. I started you... International Orphan Outreach Foundation many years ago, but I've never started a 501c with that. Okay. I need to. Yeah. But it's just the, like the people that I give to already have them. So it's kind of pointless. Right. To have double, I guess. Got but, it. Got it. But one day that might be necessary for me. Okay. Well. on the path God puts me on. Well, if you're. Yeah, developing out the orphanage may very well be right that thing for you. Wow. So, okay. So let's talk a little bit about your office. Um, how many agents do you have? I have 20, 20 agents, 21 real estate and five at Save 1900. Okay, fantastic. Um, culture. What is it that, um, what is it that priority one? We're big on giving back. Okay. Most of my agents are involved with that. Um, I don't require them to. It's yeah. kind of if they want to, but most of them are. Um, we're a big office on working by referral. 
Buffini Pro, yes. you got to be in the Buffini or you got to, you got to drink the Kool-Aid if you're going to do yeah, it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the ones that don't, don't do as well as the ones that do. Of course. Because so. <laughs> the system's proven, yes. right? Like We're like a family. We're a small boutique brokerage, but we're also the fastest growing brokerage in the Bay Area. Yeah, I believe um, that. We're like a little family. Yeah. We're real close. Yeah. We all help each other. Nobody's in competition with anybody. Everybody's always trying to help the other guy be better. Great. So that's what it's all about. To me. Yeah. Spirit of collaboration, right? Yeah. Open books. I mean, the deal is this, and I, I love the Buffini program. Um, and a lot of it, the coaching programs that I am are, are mirrors of that, right? The mm-hmm. writing, the calling, the just connection. Right. Um, it's an open book and it's, but you've got to pick it up and read it. That's right. And then you have to do it, right? It's, it, you just can't say, yeah, it's that commitment mm-hmm. to being just, you know, consistent in, in the execution. Well, people want to work with an agent that they know, like, and trust. So, I mean, what's better than a referral? They right. already trust you. Right. That's the biggest part. Right. Right. I th- and I think those are um, really the rewarding. Those are the rewarding ones because yeah. they just, it's like, oh yeah, let's go. I can, oh my gosh. Right. It just goes straight to the help. That's and, right. and do you not have to worry about that rapport building as much or the, or mm-hmm crossing over to the trust barrier. Right. It's like, well, they trust you. So I trust you. So great. Let's right. just get this. Let's go. Let's get you in a That's home. Right. Yeah. When you, um, so as you're bringing on agents or new agents into your office, what is some wisdom that like, especially a new one, what are like one or two things, maybe three that you would tell them hey, in the very beginning, you have to do these things to get your career started in the right First direction. First of all, you have to be a Brian Buffini agent. That's okay. a big one. <laughs> Brian Buffini, <laughs> right? Um, and there's a great ringing endorsement. Yes. I always want all of my agents to watch The Secret. I don't know if you've ever watched I it. I sure have. Netflix. Absolutely. I'm positive thinking. Yes. I'm a positive person. Yeah. So I, negativity around me, I can't deal with. Right. So watching The Secret's another one. Right. Okay. So Brian um, Pavini, you got to watch The Secret and you have to, you have to subscribe to the thinking. So yes. yes. Right. Okay. And um, I mean, if you're not a believer in Christ, you're probably going to have a problem being around me. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> not that I wouldn't let, let you in because I will still love you, but right. it's probably going to be a little difficult for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think, and you say, and I think it, to be a believer in Christ um, allows you to work because this is a hard business. I it's mean, very hard. Yeah. What you and I do is, uh, extremely vulnerable, mm-hmm. right? We, we have to put ourselves, uh, out there, right. And just know that people, some people aren't going to like us. And you know what? I I want people yeah. to like me. That's my, probably my number one drawback. I like everybody yeah. and I want everyone to like me. Um, the same exact way. Right. Yeah. So that fear that, that, and it's, a, it's not real, but uh, it's not a, it's a real fear, but it's, you know, it's just like a lie because it's not the truth. Um, you know, of just uh, uh, putting ourselves in a position to say, Hey, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Um, yeah. It's, it, it can be an interesting journey. And so I guess as I got rambling off on that, without, I, I think without knowing my identity in Christ, it would, in fact, not knowing my identity in Christ and even in this career that I'm in and where I am today, I know this, I can, I can manage the ups and downs way better. Oh yes. 100%. Right. Right. There's definitely. No doubt about that. 
Yeah. I definitely use Christ to guide me in many things in my business. Every listing appointment I pull up to before I even get out of my car, I pray and I say, God, if this one is for me, please give it to me. And if it's not, take it away. And I'm not even going to be sad about it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's okay. Right. Just bring the people that you want me to serve. That's right. Right. That's, that's amazing. Well, and that helps, right? Because it's like, it's not mine. It wasn't mine in the first place. And I don't. It's given to me. Right. That's a great reminder for me today. I really appreciate that. I needed that. We can't win them all. Right. Exactly. And even when you think you got them and then you don't, Mm -hmm. you have to be okay with. That's right. Okay. That's all right. You know, they're going to be better served in some other capacity with somebody else. And that's okay. Or I look at it as God was taking you away from something that he didn't want you to be involved with. Ah, That's kind of the way I focus. I like that one too. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. If, if there was, if there was like a magic reset button for you, if you look looking backwards, like even like in the beginning, perhaps in transition from uh, agent to broker, like that that magic reset button, what would you change? I'm not sure that I would change anything. Really? I don't know. Wow. I don't think that I would because I really love my job. I love the people that I work with in my office. I've met some great people through real estate. It's helped me to be able to give back like I want to. It's helped me to provide a life for my children and not miss any of their sporting events. I honestly can't say there's anything that I would change. I thank God every day for this job and for my clients. Okay, we could just close it right there. <laughs> that was that was so great. Um, well, one more question. Do, 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 do you have any mentors like who do you, around you, like your support? Right. What is your support like besides your husband and clearly your your family? Like what is what does that community of support look like for you? Well, I have a full time licensed assistant. Okay. And she is awesome. She's so much more than assistant. I'm so thankful for her. She's like a mom to me too. Okay. Which is great. Amazing. Great. A friend, a mom, an assistant. She's been in the business way longer than I have. So she's very good. Yeah. At what she does. Great. Um so she takes care of the transaction. She does. Right. And keeps yeah. you on. Hey, yes. Jamie, you got to be here or you need to do this. And you're like, I got it. I'll do that. Sometimes she'll turn around and give me that look. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. We all need, <laughs> we all need somebody. Or I need somebody like that in my life. That's for sure. And I also have two coaches. I have a Tom Ferry coach and a Brian Buffini coach. And okay. both of those keep me on track, motivated, in high gear. Just sometimes when I think I'm okay, I'm at the top. I can't do any more. They give me a little kick and say, keep on going. And that's right like, on. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So um, so what about so what about for agent like new agents? Uh like at what point should you invest in a coach? When I think you, right away. I don't right away. I don't think that there's any amount of time that you need to wait to get a coach. I think even if a brand new agent, there's things that you can learn. I mean, there's things that every level in your career that you're learning new things. Right on. Sense, you right know? on. When you're new, you kind of need to know how to kickstart, how to get started because real estate school doesn't teach you anything. It doesn't. So, does it? Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> so. Okay. Do you, um, yeah. So I think it's a matter of like, how can you not afford a coach? Cause I think yes. the mindset is always, oh, well, when I do, or if I do all kind of the future idea of making a certain amount of money, then I can hire a coach and it, it's an expense it versus an, an expense. yeah. And it's an investment, right? You're investing in yourself and you can't, I mean, there's no other greater investment than investing in yourself. 
Yeah. And if you can afford to go get your nails done and buy that Gucci purse, you can afford a real estate coach. Right on. <laughs> that that is the truth right there. Right. Yeah. So it's just making, yeah, making shifting in your mindset of yep. what's important. That's right. Right. And then realizing that uh you can you can put money towards something that will continue to have a return, or you can put yes. it towards something that it's okay. That's it. And I have people ask me all the time, why do you still have a real estate coach? You're in the top 1% of your MLS. You're in the top five in your city. You're, you know, why do you need a real estate coach if you've already made it? And I'm like, I haven't made it yet. Right. Because I still have a lot to learn. I'm learning new stuff every day yeah. with my coaches. I love every it. day they teach me something like, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're worth every penny for well, sure. You, I, the other thing I'd say is that your social media and your videos are like top notch. I'm like, I've, I have, I have video envy for sure. Cause well, I look at you. what you're doing and I'm like, oh my gosh, like that is so good. You know, what's funny about that is I am terrified of videos. You are not. I, I promise you. <laughs> I am terrified of videos. You can ask my videographer when he tries to do one of me, I have to retake it about 20 times. <laughs> Take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. I'm like, yeah. oh gosh, I know this is so hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Well, that's funny because you're doing really good right now. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, um, what was, um, so if, if anybody's looking to like start into video, right? Because I mean, they're not going to end up with the product you have right now, right? I mean, they, I'm sorry, they will end up with, that product, but how did you get started? I mean, what did that, how did you just get moving in that arena? So one of the things that Tom Ferry's big on is R and D rip off and duplicate. So Dang. you find an agent in another city that's doing well with video, you follow, you do follow them on social media and you just copy their videos. It's easy. That's awesome. And of course you don't want to find one in your same city to copy, but right. another state, another city, someone you like that kind of represents who you are in the same way and you just copy their video that's yeah that's such an easy way to do it yeah tom Ferry's very big on r d yeah well why not i mean it's it's social it's out there on social media it's yep. it's available and all of a sudden you have an instant template that's right um right <laughs> you like i don't have to create i don't have to because i think the thing that i i get struggle with is man that's a lot of time to create something it is. you know it's the the there's a flow, you know, yeah. but if somebody gives it to me, I'm like, oh, great. I can do yeah. that. Yeah. Right. There's some good mortgage guys on there too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take to check watch that. I'm going to check that out. <laughs> Steven and I had a really funny one to do, but uh, through the holidays, but we missed it. So <laughs> we'll have to come back around to that. Um, well, so Jamie, any, any parting thoughts before we just kind of wrap up the show, anything that you would want to just share? Um from your heart in regards to how that relates to real estate that you would want to share with anybody today? Uh, real estate is a awesome job to have. There's no doubt. You can touch a lot of lives in a lot of ways. Like there's nothing better than my closing I had today. The lady was crying, telling me, thank you. Yeah. I mean, what kind of job can you go and work where you have that kind of, it's like, wow, right. I made a difference, you know? Right. Right. And it's not just a difference with giving back. It's giving back, but in a different type of way. And I'm able to touch lives and they'll never forget that as right. long as I stay in touch with them, you know, 
that's the key and be consistent about it. Right. Now, my buyer that I closed today, she's going to get a gift on her porch every month. She's going to get a letter in the mail from me every month. She's going to get handwritten notes from time to time. She's going to be invited to all my client events. I promise you, she will never forget my name. Right. But I can't tell you the listing appointments I go on. After I get the listing, I say, can I ask, why did you not use the agent that helped you buy this house? 90% of them say, well, I can't remember their name. Wow. That will never happen with any of my clients. I <laughs> can see that'll never yeah. happen. And you do a great job of leveraging the emotion um, for deeper relationship. So that yes. closing, that emotional closing turns into a long-term yes. relationship. Estate, uh, and it's authentic. Real estate is all about relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Building relationships. You are amazing at it. Oh, thank you, you are amazing at that, Jamie. Thank you so much for, for yes. being on our Heart of Real Estate podcast. It was such a pleasure and honor. Having. Yeah. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Just tune in to this podcast channel. If um, you like what you're hearing uh, from Jamie, reach out to her. She's out there on social media. You can find her pretty easy. Um, please share, like, comment, share this with a couple of people that you know. Um, we'd love your support and helping to build this up. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Heart of Real Estate podcast. If you found this episode thought-provoking and helpful, do us a favor and share it with two of your friends. Also, feel free to leave any comments or reviews. And if you want to learn more about the Mortgage Mike Group, reach out. We'd love to connect.